Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Really good explanation. We finally see uh, the astrological things at play here that have caused uh, our weather in Texas. Oh, we have the reason why it's so hot? Got an actual shot from space okay. of, uh, of the alignment. Of, oh! As you see there, the sun, then there's Texas, uh, then Earth. So we're closer to the sun than Earth. Uh, by millions of miles. My millions goodness, that explains miles. everything. Yeah, mm. it really does. Good. <laughs> it feels that way. Sure does. Oh my gosh, it feels that way. Uh, we're about where Mercury should be. <laughs> and by the way, are you aware that Venus is actually hotter than Mercury? What's despite the fact about? that it's... Tens of millions of miles further away from the sun. How that happens? Atmosphere. Oh. Uh, they have some uh, global warming conditions. Like SUVs and factories on yes. Venus? Yes. I see. And then uh, the CO2 traps all that heat. And so it's 900 degrees Fahrenheit on Venus. Only 800 on Mercury. Brr. Yeah. Oof. And only 700 in North Texas. About 750, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to go outside for about the next three months. That's just ridiculous. That it's happening already too. I. I mean, we did have a tremendous May for most of it. It was Chamber of Commerce weather in May. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. And then, of course, the last week it got started to get hot. But this first week in June has been really, really bad. Uh, let's see. Yesterday. On Pat Gray Overtime, we updated you on the return of uh, the JFK Jr. cult. (laughs) Now, don't get used to this because this is just an anomaly. We're going to do this once because it's just you have to have this information. (laughs) Right. Normally, you need to subscribe to get this kind of uh, content. But this shows you what you're missing. Mm -hmm. If if you don't have a subscription and you're not uh, tuning into Pat Gray Overtime, you need to do that. Let's see the uh, show us a screen, Rob, uh, that tells us the deal on how oh. much it costs. Well, the Blaze ten dollars off the Blaze TV special thing. Yeah, whatever it's still it is. ten dollars off. Yeah, I, there I it checked is. That yesterday. So go to uh, blazetv.com. Use the promo code Pat, and you get ten dollars off your uh, yearly subscription. They make it easy. You actually just have to click a button. Oh, you don't even have to type. Nice. Pat. You can okay. save yourself a good nanosecond. Well, yeah, that's great. So, I mean, it's so cumbersome to type P, <laughs> then an A, and then a T too on much top to remember. of it all. Mm-hmm, just, Even though I only use one because I don't like to waste vowels, there was only one T. Yeah, that Glenn guy. <laughs> <laughs> the double N thing. Mm. In a time of shortages, he doesn't care. He just he doesn't care. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he just doesn't care. But over the weekend, uh, our friends in the JFK Jr. cult... <laughs> We're back uh, with their leader, Michael Protzman. Remember this back in November. Okay. Uh, after JFK or his dad or whoever failed to materialize at Dealey Plaza mm-hmm. okay. again. It wasn't the first time. And so this is the one where he's uh, given us like the code, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Charlie's 56, which is light. Charlie 56. King is 41. Which is light. Freak's 41. Freak's 41. Okay. Charlie Freak. Charlie Freak. AT&T Plaza. AT&T Plaza. Light King. King what else? Light. What else do I have to say to you people? <laughs> We're done here. How hard is it? I mean, it's just that easy. Okay. Freak, 41, the AT&T, Charlie Plaza, Charlie King. Freak. And you missed King Light. Too. King Light. Light King. Light King. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's some weird stuff. That is some weird, weird stuff. And people are there. And just listening. Like to- hundreds of people were there back in November. Waiting for JFK. It seems the thing was JFK Jr. was going to show up. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to be somehow installed as president. Then he was going to uh, appoint Donald Trump as vice president and resign, making Donald Trump president. That's what was going to happen. Surprisingly, though, uh, JFK Jr. never showed. You say that like you don't believe that that's going to happen. Oh, it didn't seem sincere that I expect. Oh, no, I totally expected JFK Jr. to show up, even though he's been dead for, I don't know, 34 years or something. Just making sure you're on board here. Yeah. So when you come back, you just automatically just become president because we're so in amazement that you're back? Yeah, we. I guess it was, was there, only 24 years ago, but we thought you were dead, you know, 24 years but, ago. So, yeah. What, uh, can we not do an election? Will you be our president? And, of course, he'd say yes. But that's not how it works. Like, yeah, congratulations, you're back from the dead, but thing is, we it's have a the, system. It's the JFK clause you've obviously never read in the U.S. Constitution. No, What's the matter with you? I've missed that. What is the matter with you? So then over the weekend... <laughs> they were out there in the 750 degrees. Yeah, they're back, and this time, they're pissed. Fifth or sixth time, they've been waiting. Sixth? Fifth or sixth, the guy who, who follows them wow. on Twitter and shows up to record their happenings... He's like, I've lost track. It's like fifth or sixth. Let's say you really wholeheartedly bought into this. Okay. Are you coming back after the second time? When it's... For, you know, after the first time, I think I'm done. Yeah. You told me JFK Jr. was going to be here. What? So he's not. And then the weather being what it is. I mm-hmm. mean, these people are committed. Well, no they kidding. Need, they need to be committed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, listen to Michael Protzman. He okay. had some interesting things to say. Uh, okay. Where were the prostitutes? Where were the prostitutes? Where was the left and the right? Good question. Nobody was there. Nobody. Oh. Hold on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Anything else to say? No, he didn't. No. I like how he just stands there and looks okay. at people then. Now, now, now since we what played more? that... What more do you want? ...on overtime, mm-hmm. I got this message yesterday from Sir Thickness. And uh, watch his hands. You know how I made a thing of his hands. He's just pointing for no good reason. Yeah. <laughs> he picked up, uh, Sir Thickness picked up that uh, Michael is holding a dental pick. This is gross. Look at this thing. Watch his hands again. Where were the prostitutes? Where were the pres- Where prostitutes? <laughs> See, not prostitutes, the, the prostitutes. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where's the left and the right? Yeah. Where are they? Nobody was there. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. You're holding a dental pick, bro. <laughs> and that's you gross. have to wonder why. Well, you have to wonder why. Did he just clean his teeth in front of his followers? Oh, that's gross. I hope not. I really I, hope not. I just... I don't understand. So, neither did some of his followers are a little confused. <laughs> uh, and they started they started tweeting about it afterwards. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're standing there for hours and hours. They stood there all day. 
in the brutal Texas heat. It's 173 degrees. And they're standing there waiting for JFK Jr., who's been dead for two decades, waiting for him to come back. (laughs) Man. So, uh, these were the kinds of things that were tweeted out afterwards. So, nothing about Dallas. Very quiet. Kind of odd. Is it? Is it odd that JFK didn't show? Uh Uh-huh. It certainly is not what I expected, but I have no idea what's going on, and I'm here. (laughs) Neither does your Uh, leader. If I can't be in Dallas, where should I be? (laughs) What should I watch? What should I read? Be home, be patient, and read the Bible or something else? Mm. (laughs) I I don't know. The Bible's not a bad thing to read. You could get started right there. And then maybe understand that uh, JFK is not going to be resurrected uh, right right now. Right now. It's probably, you know, it's going to be later when everybody else is, I'm guessing. Uh, maybe something tonight? Someone else tweeted. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Sad. These are pathetic people. Can someone here please DM me and let me know anything? <laughs> it certainly is not what I expected, but I have maybe something tonight? Boy. Oh, you people, come on. Come on. Seriously? Do you, how naive or disturbed do you have to be to think JFK Jr. is going to show up? And when he does, somehow he's going to be installed as president. What is the mechanism that makes that happen? Yeah, and you're going to look the fool, Pat Green. <laughs> yes, when it happens, I'm going to say, whoop, okay, you got me. You got me on that one. I didn't see it coming. Even though even though Michael Protzman said it was coming, yeah. I still didn't see it coming. With dental pick in hand. <laughs> so weird. He made his proclamation. <sighs> All right, let's see if we can... Did we fill up any bingo uh, scores one, yesterday? One, I, I, one. I, okay. Well, there was one. So some of these are going to be tough, so we thought we'd spin the wheel okay. and just give you a freebie. Okay, so here we All go. Right. Let's see. Let's see. You got your Come cheat on. sheet over there. Big uh, square. Big, big. Let's go number square. one through five. And so, what's four over there, Pat? Number four is Hurricane Joe. Which Hurricane is, Joe. That's good because what are we going to say? That it's a tough one. Four. What? What? We, why would we possibly say? I, I don't even know what that's a reference to. Uh, Hurricane Joe. Uh, something I forgot. Now let's put it this way: he blows. But I, I forgot what okay. it was. Uh, yeah. That came up one time. So that was a good one to mark it came, off. came up once? Yep. All right, that is a good one to mark off. So Hurricane Joe is marked off your Pat Gray bingo board, pinned to the top. Ta-da! Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And you're welcome. And you are welcome. Uh, you know, Biden had claimed the other night on uh, Kimmel that the United States has the, I mean, among a bunch of other lies, but this is so easily checked out. He claimed that the United States has the fastest growing economy in the world. The guy doesn't know when to stop bragging and making <laughs> stuff up. He just he can't help himself. He has to lie everywhere he goes. J- and of course he knows he's not going to get pushback from Kimmel. Yeah, is JFK Jr. available? <laughs> Take over, please. Uh it's about the same level of lie. It's it's as unlikely right now. <laughs> Uh, but even, let's see, who's the fact check? I think it's factcheck.org even fact check this. And they said, mm, mm, no. Uh, <laughs> but he was only wrong by about 50 countries 
that are ahead of us. <laughs> so it's not only is it not true we're the fastest growing, 50 other countries, 50 are faster growing than we are in the well, uh, he rounded up. economy. <laughs> he rounded up. Yeah, he sure did. <clears throat> he sure did. And congratulations. Wow. But he lied to Kimmel so often and so egregiously the other day. How can you still be on the guy's side? How can you not feel betrayed? I mean, the guy, he lied about everything. Because these everything. people hate more than they like. It's not like they True. like Joe Biden. They just hate the alternative, Donald Trump and Republicans, so much. Mm-hmm. They don't care who's uh, in the office as long as they have a D after their name. I did read an article where... Uh, it looks like Democrats are willing to overlook what's going on with Biden right now. Be, all the gaffes and stuff. They'll, they'll take the gaffes over putting Kamala Harris at the lead of the of the party for 2024. Because <laughs> they know she's even more despised than, than Biden is. I mean, people genuinely don't like her. Hmm. It sounds like the Democrat Party, no surprise, is racist to me. That's what I'm picking up. Right. You're exactly right. That's all I'm hearing. A black woman. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, a black woman can't head your party? Wow. Wow. You're putting an old white dude ahead of the black woman, or the person of color, I should say. Yeah, the BIPOC. BIPOC. There Mm -hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Man, that says how that's, dare you? That's your party in a nutshell. Oh, I'm not serious. You turn on the TV. Look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? Uh, during the, the last, last commercial break. Mm-hmm. The way I mean, people are selling products. Come they on, do man. ads to sell products, and they sell products when people they appeal to people. <laughs> this generation that's is going to change yes. everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. Okay, powerful. powerful. We don't give up. Maybe we can get a. Uh, a biracial couple on TV. Yeah, it, I mean, because that's not kind happening of a, now. It's kind of a long shot because you only see it about once or twice every commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's going to be tough to push that one through. Listen, trying to sell your home in this uh, current environment can be really challenging. Now, for a while, it was definitely a seller's market, but of course, I had to wait until that was all dried up. Uh, but your realtor will give you the best shot uh, if you go to realestateagentsitrust.com. And these are the best realtors in your area. They'll give you the best shot at selling your home quickly and for the most amount of money or getting the most out of your home for the money that you spend to buy it. Real Estate Agents I Trust. It's Glenn's company. He started this because he had such a frustrating and disastrous uh, experience with a realtor in Connecticut and didn't want that to happen to you. So these agents have been fully vetted by Glenn's team and the, you're going to have a lot in common. They're fans of the show, so uh, you'll know you'll have things to talk about. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray Unleashed Uh, also, factcheck.org. Fact-checked uh, Biden's... What, what is going on here? They fact-checked Biden's repeated claims of reducing the deficit. He keeps bragging about this, too, and everybody knows it's a lie. Uh, but he loves to take credit for these 
decreasing deficits. In recent remarks, he said that he cut the deficit by $350 billion in fiscal year 2021 and claimed his proposed budget for fiscal year 2022 will cut the deficit by $1.3 trillion. That's another thing he stated on Kimmel the other night as well. He said, you know, the budget I submitted, my first budget that passed and became law. No, it didn't pass and become law. Mm, no. It cut the federal deficit by $350 billion. We cut the deficit $350 billion, And the budget I propose this year, if it comes to total fruition, it will cut the deficit by $1 trillion. Mm. $300 billion. <laughs> so, when my Republican friends, mm-hmm. like he has Republican friends, start talking about the big spenders and the reason why there's inflation, take a look. Mm-hmm. Take a look. <laughs> yeah, well, we did. And guess what? You're a lion's sack, as always. Oh, wait. We've cut the deficit drastically. Last year, as I said, we cut the deficit by... And then he goes through it again. $350,000 uh, billion. This year, we're on track for $1.3 trillion in cuts. And look, that would be the largest debt reduction in American history. Hmm. Debt reduction. Yeah. No. No. He increased the debt. He's increased the deficit. The reason that some of the spending went down a little bit or at all was because of the COVID stuff. Yeah, the, the huge March 2020 bill uh that only thomas massey stood against like literally yeah uh he's trying joe biden is trying to say that that i reduce spending right based on that it's preposterous Boy, try harder man preposterous <laughs> so he takes credit for things he didn't do and for well all of these things he didn't do <clears throat> but anything that goes wrong he places the blame on russia's leader it's Vladimir Putin's fault. It's his price hike. It's his gas increase. Oh, okay. Uh, you are such a great leader. Uh, the poll numbers don't look great for the Democrats' primetime Capitol riot theater that they uh, did last week in primetime. Mm, yeah, and then part two was yesterday morning. And that was fun. A Rasmussen survey found that 16% of respondents are following the hearings very closely. 16%. While 35% are paying somewhat close attention to it, Mm -hmm. according to a a poll obtained by the Daily Caller. Another 23% are not following the hearings closely, and 17% aren't following at all. But the Democrats still want the January 6th hearings to be the most important issue this fall when we go to vote. I will say this. In fairness to what happened last Thursday, MSNBC did beat Fox with their programming. Uh, I think by a million total viewers. So, well, uh, I mean, that was the... It went better ratings-wise than I thought it would. Left-wing base tuning in to see... It was. Let's see what we've got on these traders. Yeah. And after there was nothing, then, then it'd be interesting to see what yesterday's numbers wednesday thursday and then again next tuesday uh and then the fiasco's over yeah the next thursday no, come on don't be ridiculous the next thursday is uh, another primetime thing isn't so it? so the way they've done it right now is it's uh, so yesterday 
mm-hmm. Wednesday and Thursday morning, and then again on, I believe, Tuesday morning. And then there's going to be two more, but they haven't scheduled those yet. But yes, when they finish up, it's going to be another Jeez. Thursday night prime time. They estimate it'll be uh, June 23rd. Yeah. So we'll see. If, if, if they Is it going to be like the XFL? Everybody going to tune in on MSNBC and watch it, see that it sucks, and then stop coming back? That's what we need to find. You know they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrat Mississippi Representative Benny Thompson. Oh, Isn't yeah. he the chair of the committee? He sure is. He invoked the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> slavery and lynching in his opening statements during yeah, the hearing. Same thing as January 6th, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, I, I thought that we should probably worst. revisit a clip from, from Thursday, right? All right. And, and it's that mm. uh, officer who was there. Because she said something somebody picked up on, and I think it needs to be pointed out here. Watch this. I think uh, they started conferring. They went a little silent. They started conferring among uh, each other. I saw um, Mm -hmm. the person now identified as Ryan Samsel. He put his arm around Joseph Beggs, and they were talking. Mm -hmm. And then they started approaching the first barricade. They ripped the first barricade down. And they approached our uh, bike racks. Mm, okay. Um, you know, at that time, we okay. So you can stop started, right there, Rob. Actually, okay. Um, so so she goes on to describe how they bust through the barricades and all that good stuff, and she talks about Samsel whispering into the ear of the other dude, right? Mm-hmm. But somebody pointed out who whispered in Samsel's ear. Samsel now in solitary confinement for over a year. Who who whispered? Where's Ray Epps? Ray Epps. Ray Epps. And he's not in he's not in jail. He's a free man. Wait, where's he? Scott free. There he is, talking to Samsel just before they bust through the barricades. We might need to talk to him. That guy has been instigating the two days prior to January sixth, and <clears throat> his name not mentioned once. So when you start mentioning him and the elements of Antifa and reports that Antifa was dropped off in mass in front of the Capitol, then have your hearing. Until then, it's exactly what you said it is, Pat. It's the only thing they hope something will stick before Election Day. That's all they got. It's really the only thing, and they're counting on it. They're counting on it to, to make a difference and prevent this catastrophe that's coming for them. There's no way. Well, yeah, there are ways that <laughs> they can avoid the coming catastrophe. Republicans could screw this up completely by November. I hope and pray they don't, but they're entirely capable. So, uh, we just have to help them along and keep reminding them that they're stay not, on track. And they're not the Atlanta Falcons. GOP, they're not right. the Falcons. You can hold this lead. Yeah. Is You're it? up 27 to 3. 28 3. 28 to 3. <laughs> and uh, the, there's not that much time really left in the game. Just. You could uh, run the ball. Run the ball. You could stop passing it. Run the clock you out. You could let your Pro Bowl kicker who hadn't missed all year kick a easy chip shot field goal to make the lead uh, insurmountable. Hmm. Well, it seems like you extended the analogy a little bit there. No, that was uh, accurate. Uh, hmm, okay. Uh, <laughs> Biden and the Democrats <laughs> are uh, terrible, of course. But there's a, a Democratic co- congressman, uh, Jamal Bowman, who says that the GOP victory in the fall will lead to a civil war. Should the GOP retake Congress in the fall, what happens to the January 6th committee investigation and its findings? And what might the GOP do or not do with their newly claimed power? 
Mm. So the January 6th uh, commission would cease to exist. Yeah. Uh, the findings will be completely suppressed and will not be admitted into any fur- further uh, investigations while the GOP uh, will be in power. Uh, they would impre- um, mm. they would um, impeach yeah, um, President Biden um, as quickly as possible, and they will continue to continue to find ways uh, to impeach him going forward. It will also embolden uh, Republicans and the far right and white nationalists across the country right. to begin to believe that it is their time mm-hmm. to not just take power in the House, but the Senate, the White House and state houses across the country. And we yeah. got to understand that this is a group that has been radicalized by the great replacement myth and oh. many other things and mm-hmm. have been pushing for violence and pushing for even civil war. <laughs> So what? that is what's at stake right now in terms of this election. <laughs> yeah, what a nut job is he? Mm-hmm. Give me a break. That's what you're uh, wanting in a civil war, right? Oh yeah. How many times have we talked about it? I mean, oh, we're pushing yes. for violence and civil war. You bet. It's because it's in. It's what's in their hearts, and it's what they've done every step of the way, every single step of the way. And where is the committee hearing on the 2020 riots that burned down far hmm. more businesses? Well. The January 6th didn't burn down any, but there were fires, there were business closures, there were murders, people died. Something like 1,200 cops were injured. They don't care about any of that. There you go. There's your comparison. Over 500 BLM riots, Pat, that you could investigate. 500 plus. Then there's January 6th. Okay. The day democracy almost died. Almost did, yeah. BLM riots lasted seven months. January 6th, a couple hours. BLM, 20-plus murders. Uh, January 6th, zero murders. Oh, there was a murder. No one was killed. Well, except for the Trump supporter. Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hundreds, hundreds of small businesses destroyed. No small businesses destroyed on January 6th. BLM riots, 150-plus federal buildings damaged. Wow. Uh, as for the January 6th riot, one federal building damaged. There was one to two billion dollars in damage in the 2020 riots. They're saying a million and a half, one and a half million. Yeah, that's right. Because then they tried to they tried to update it to 30 million because one and a half million didn't sound like anything. Well, you can do one and a half million dollars in damage by breaking one window at the Capitol building. <laughs> That's how much they overpay for things. Right. It's a government building. It probably cost one and a half million just to buff the floors. <laughs> uh, there were 2,000, 2,037 officers assaulted. 140 officers assaulted in January 6th, which is way too many. Shouldn't have been one. I, I don't, I'm really disappointed and pissed off that people took it to that extreme. But. Again, even in that case, you cannot forget the left-wing instigators and, and their role in this. Right, right. And don't forget, uh, a couple mm. days before January 6th, uh, Trump said, you know, hey, I could send the National Guard. And Nancy Pelosi said, nah, no. we're good. In fact, we're going to open the doors and let them in, many of the entrances. Yeah, which is exactly what happened. Uh, BLM riots encouraged by media and politicians. January 6th. Uh, encouraged by fringe political groups and agitators. Uh, January or BLM riots downplayed by the media. And of course, on the other side, J6 exaggerated big time by the media. 
Uh, I can't. I, I want to be clear in how yeah. I characterize oh, this. Right, this okay, do. Do be clear. Mostly a protest. Uh, Mostly a protest. Uh, it is not, generally speaking, mm-hmm. unruly. <laughs> Fires burning in the background. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of the things you could actually have a January 6th type committee on that that we need to see. And I thought the, the best one that's been brought up is our withdrawal in Afghanistan and the death of our soldiers there at the airport mm-hmm. let's investigate all of that the stuff around or or then someone else mentioned um the attack that killed the uh, the drone attack remember that the the family yeah, the innocent killed. family 10 people Afghans. yeah oh, I, I mean horrible. and and you could you could investigate any number of things i want i want a january 6th type committee hearing on the contents of hunter biden's laptop let's go let's go it will never happen while Democrats are in charge. It's because it'll bring this president down in five minutes flat. I have my doubts that they'll do it even when, if Republicans take mm-hmm. the majority. Yep. That they'd open up something on Hunter Biden. Which they should. They absolutely should. Well, we know Matt Gates has the thumb drive. Right. We'll see. Let's go. We'll see. 888 Much more coming up. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Indeed. Welcome. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Also, we got some uh, tweets here from Pathead Cougar fan. Maybe Jeffy can get stuck between the sun and Texas and provide a little shade. <laughs> oh. Cool things off for y'all. Oh yeah, go stand great up idea. outside, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. When you get stuck between the sun and New York City. Your name is Jeffy. Yeah. And you can provide some shade. Uh, all right. Vern Lundquist tweets, if only the Miami Rapid Response bike police were available to defend the Capitol on 1-6. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, here we go. be a different world right oh, now. Oh, you'd be backing up. Move back. Here they come. Move back. Move back. Move back. Get that Oop, up oh, over boy. the seat. Man. Oh, golly. <coughs> you could have. And how do you say... Yeah, that takes good. That's yeah. fine. Don't uh-huh. worry about it. <laughs> you can't just do it one more time. How do you keep that tape? <laughs> Stan got his foot stuck on his little fanny pack again. Yeah, these are supposed to be elite uh, bike cops, but mm, he just about move fell down. Move back. Move back. Move back. I mean, he got taken move out by back. a fanny pack. Whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, these tweets came in after the show uh. yesterday. Uh, my husband is a car salesman here in Iowa. He is basically just selling future orders now. Oh. He's been doing that for almost two years. Oh. So past orders are always coming in. Some of his orders are seven years out. Wait, that makes no sense. How can that be? Seven years? My <laughs> Gosh, that, okay, that makes no sense. Like, okay, so when you get a used car uh, of this make and model seven years from now that matches this exact description, or are you saying that I don't know that they're going to make this car seven years from now, but when the new model comes out, that's the one I want? I don't know. That's crazy. It, it, I mean, I know Stu ordered a, a car uh, that he really wanted. About a, I mean, it's going on a year. I think it's been nine or ten months. He still doesn't have it. 
Still doesn't have it. Uh, I think Glenn ordered one, too, that was delayed for a really long time. I mean, it, if you need a car right now, like we do for my daughter, uh, hearing, well, in September we're getting two vehicles, that just doesn't help. Yeah. That's not helpful. When I bought my truck in December, it was the only truck on the lot. Now, oh, wow. Now, thankfully, really, it was exactly, I got lucky. You I sure got did. very lucky. But it was the only truck in the entire lot. Wow. Mm-hmm. How long is this going to go on? Is this just our new reality now forever? Third worldification of America <sighs> is well underway. <sighs> what started under Obama is being finished by Biden. Yeah, but good news for you in particular because you're looking for a car, like you said, for your mm-hmm. daughter, and you can't find one in Dallas or Utah. Well, right. there's your answer in front of you. Here's my answer. Mm-hmm. Ultra Mega King sent this uh, to us. If you could let Pat know, we got a lot of cars in my city, just saying, in the town of uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. Get up there. They got a lot of them. On the lot? On the on the dealer's uh, lot? I guess. Huh. Yeah, well... South I, Dakota's a beautiful I, state. You and I get there trip. so often that this shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. And it's only a 14-hour drive from Salt Lake. Oh, What's it? What is it from? Uh, since I'm not in South in South, Salt Lake, oh. uh, I'm in Dallas. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, my bad. How how far is that commute? That's only pushing thirteen. Thirteen hundred miles? Yeah, no, thirteen hours. Oh, thirteen hours. So you get up there. Wait, wasn't it, how many hours from Salt Lake City? Fourteen. So it's thirteen. Actually, you're telling me Salt Lake City is closer to South Dakota well, than Dallas is. Yeah, even Mitchell, South huh. Dakota, which is way over near Minnesota and Iowa. Wow. Okay. So you go straight up, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So here's what you do. Here, uh, let me plan your life for you. You and Jackie drive up in one vehicle. Mm. I'm sure the gas is cheap. Yeah. Right? Between here All and Mitchell, South Dakota. Sure. Okay. You buy the vehicle. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Jackie drives back to Dallas, straight down south. Mm-hmm. You drive over to Salt Lake or, or wherever, wherever you're having to deliver this vehicle. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you take a one-way flight home. Those are cheap, too. The tickets, the airfare, mm-hmm. those are cheap. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. It sounds really it. convenient and really cost-effective. And this is what you have to do Thank in Joe Biden's planning. America. Yeah. It's uh, ridiculous. Sure is. Insanity. Got this from Saves84. Uh, the Putin price hike is actually the Putin price hike. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Putin price hike. <laughs> oh, man. The Biden administration uh, has been wrong about inflation pretty much the entire time they've been in office. And, you know, they're so how are we supposed to trust them on everything else they're doing on anything else they're doing? We're supposed to completely buy into the January 6th hearings. <laughs> and all those are meant to do is distract us from the real issues like what's going on with the economy. Uh, here is what's been happening and their predictions for inflation. <clears throat> this would be... Uh, I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. Mm -hmm. The faster-than-expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. It's a good sign. Pop up a little bit and go back down. Whoa, what's he talking about? No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that 
will uh, settle down. June, July, transitory. The data shows that most of the price mm-hmm. increases we've seen are were expected mm-hmm. and expected, expected to be temporary. Oh. Nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation. On no, unchecked inflation on the way. Unlikely <laughs> that's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about. Inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we August. actually saw it trended downward. President Biden's chief of staff, <laughs> Ron Klain, enthusiastically October. retweeted an economist who had said, in part, most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high class problems. Oh, what is the grand home plan November. November. to increase oil production in America? <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> That is hilarious. The number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Mm. Uh, Uh That, we know, is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that Mm. lower prices are on the way. The inflation has everything to do with January. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it uh-huh. Is to, uh, is to uh, undo uh, a lot of the Trump tax cuts. <laughs> Ever since oh you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Oh, funny. <laughs> Laugh it oh off. boy, that's funny, isn't it? Yuck it up, old man. Wow. And they're never held accountable for any of that. This never comes back to bite them in the rectum. Never. It better in November. We're the only ones, you know, conservatives are the only ones that point this out. We're yelling and screaming in the wilderness. Hey, look at everything they said. They're lying sacks. And if they're not lying, they're just plain incompetent. They have no idea what's going on or what's coming. And they don't care. And they don't care. I mean, Biden no. laughing in April. <laughs> Grand home really laughing funny. about oil production in December. Yeah. yeah. They don't care. Wow. High, the other the other uh, Biden administration official calling it, oh, the, this is a high class problem. Really? Mm. Bro, stop. Jeez. Fun. I know. I love it, right? <laughs> All you can say is... You don't care. You don't care. <sighs> that sums it up right there. So, well, I mean, but don't forget that the, the price is really they on gas. They peaked in in December, according to the administration, right? That was the, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Th- wasn't there an archive CNN <laughs> story that alluded to that? Yes. Yeah, that said, hey, you know, hey. we're gonna get below three dollars a gallon any day now. Ah, they're so bad. And we're at five hundred one nationwide. Oh, well, so it's holding steady, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Looks like. Yeah, today's national average, 501 a gallon. Wow. That's the first time in, I don't know, 10 days or so that it hasn't gone up. Uh, All right. Let me tell you, there is something you can do about all this inflation. You know, we got the prices at the pump. We've got the uh, incredible increases at your favorite restaurants and and the grocery stores. And uh, it hurts. Inflation is hitting us everywhere, and it hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside's an incredible app for anybody who buys gas, for anybody who buys groceries or dines out. That's pretty much all of us. Yeah, who buys that? Who buys groceries? Yeah, hardly anybody. Who 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 fills up? I didn't almost no one. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. So it will tell you where the low prices are or how much cash back you're going to get when you use it, and then just go there and take advantage of it and upload it to Upside. And you get cash back. To get started, download the free 
Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use my promo code PAT and you'll get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Download the free Upside app. Use the promo code PAT to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Uh, So do that right now at Upside.com. Use the promo code PAT. on the upside thing uh just go to the app store type in upside it'll come up and it's free so you got nothing to lose fantastic service it's awesome uh it's also election season of course and the pandering of the left man uh nancy pelosi showed up on rupaul's drag queen show again she's done that before (laughs) and uh apparently she loves it here's what she had to say about it Please give a warm drag race welcome to the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, oh yay! Woo-hoo. Oh, isn't that great? Back. My honor to be here Ugh. to say to all of you oh, how proud we all are of you. Aww. Thank are you we? for the joy and mm. beauty you bring to the world. Joy and beauty right Aww. there. Yeah. Your freedom of expression of yourselves uh-huh. in drag is what America is all about. I uh, say that wait. all the time what? my friends in drag. Speaker Pelosi, <laughs> with all the challenges facing our nation, what words of wisdom do you have for us? Well, the single most important thing I can say is to okay. vote. With vote. the midterm elections coming up, it's very important for people oh, I'm to going make to. their voices and their vote heard. Well, thank you so much for the work you've done. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Tirelessly for our freedom. (laughs) Your tenacity is something that we all look up to. We throw the word master class around here all the time, but that sarcastic, shady clap you do was (laughs) epic. It was completely unintentional. (laughs) (laughs) We have prayers. In our hearts, we are living strong. Well, thank you for in that. The Hunger Games. May God bless America. Mm-hmm. Can I get a, an amen? amen. Mm. Thank you, Madam Speaker. <laughs> that is so great. This is the Hunger Games. That is so great. That's what this is. It's what's America. It's what America is all about, Keith. I don't know what you're yapping about over there, but it's what America is all about. I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race show. Uh-huh. Is it called Drag Race? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah. The only thing missing from that uh, oh, to, to so bad. bring us full circle on the Hunger Games uh, analogy is where's Caesar Flickerman? I mean, he's not on that panel. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the... Uh, we are there. We're there. Yeah, we are. Help. Yes, we are. Help us. Hey, she's got to be really proud, too. She was proud of the drag queens. Sure. She's, I'm sure, proud of her husband. Big photograph came out uh, of him that <laughs> everybody photograph. loves. Let's call it a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's Smile, a photograph of him. Say cheese. It's making national news. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's his mugshot from his DUI arrest. All Pelosi. It took him several weeks to get that released. But <laughs> Had it been are. Donald Trump, that would have been the same hour. It would have been released the same hour. Mm-hmm. The Napa County Department of Corrections released... The booking photo uh, yesterday. 
Uh, he's 82, and uh, he allegedly drove with a blood alcohol level above the legal limit of 0.08%, according to court records. Now, he claims that, I, I don't know, something that, that we had this drastically wrong somehow. Okay. And yet, I haven't seen how we've got it wrong. Well, he was arrested. Can have his day in court if he'd like. Got a mug shot. His blood alcohol was high. Maybe he had just know. used mouthwash. All right. That'll do it, right? That'll do it. So, Because Nancy wasn't in town. Maybe he was making out with somebody else and he needed a lot of mouthwash. <laughs> Maybe he drank it. Does that ha- Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Probably, probably, probably. what it was in his, yeah, uh, probably in his, what it was. In his Porsche there. Mm-hmm. That's, of course, um, uh, energy efficient. And, sure. And oh, yeah. certainly uh, earth friendly. And, and just one of the people. You know, he's just down to earth with the rest of us. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you know, poor Paul Pelosi. His uh, his his stocks have been going down too, yo. Ah, darn it. You know, maybe that's what he was doing. Maybe his blues away. Uh, yesterday, Corinne uh, Jean Pierre was uh, was on her on her game. A game, huh? Man, did she ever a game? She's ready. good. We'll tell. We'll show it to you uh, coming up here. How, how much time do we have? Oh, we got about a minute and a half, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so here's Corinne being asked a question about, uh, hey, can we get an update on the baby formula thing? Okay. She's so ready. I have two questions on baby formula. Okay. So first, um, what is the White House, what is the latest update the White House has received on the current infant formula situation across the country? Yeah, let's see this. if I have anything new for you okay. on that. Mm-hmm. She actually started uh, flipping 10 seconds ago now. I think it's been a couple of days since okay. we have asked, been asked that question. 15 seconds. Okay. She said baby formula and she started looking. 20. Hello. Okay. 25. It's unreal. I don't have anything new. I know we made some announcements last week. Uh, I don't. I just don't have them in front she of me. She just doesn't have but if you want in front of her. Come back and we'll we'll talk through uh, the well, things that we have circle made. Back. Circle back. Are you going to circle back? Well, the most recent okay. activities that we've done. She's so bad. I mean, you know, apart from the lying, she is so awful at this job. She can't handle it. She's it, in way over her head. If it is not in that binder, and if it is not written mm. out verbatim, forget it. You're not getting an answer. I mean, look at her fumbling around for 30 seconds. You could say something, uh, you know. Uh, uh, wow. She's, she's not capable of that. She can't simultaneously come up with an answer to anything. But she's qualified, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 888 More Pack Grand Leash coming up. Starting off with a couple of tweets, Carl Smith tweets, my hope is that the only thing that's transitory is the Biden presidency. (laughs) Well played. From Rodney in Virginia, which one was Nancy Pelosi and which ones were the drag queens? I couldn't tell the difference. (laughs) Just funnin' with Just funnin'. Just funnin'. That's all. That's all Rodney's doing Funnin' with you on Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Although it was difficult. It was difficult to tell, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you a participant now? What's going on here? Uh, from toothpaste words, yeah, I'm sure Pelosi has a huge group of drag queen friends, and she she isn't totally pandering. No. No, yeah. I mean, that was completely organic. <laughs> who doesn't have a whole contingent of drag queen friends? Who do you have, Keith? I think mine... 
I, I lost count after 906, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, about 906. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably closer to 1,000 now because that I counted that you know last late last year. Well, see, the thing is, my drag queen friends mm-hmm. don't like labels. Oh, okay. And so mm-hmm. I'm not really able to, to tell who's who in my circle. <laughs> okay. It's difficult. Yeah. Well, I don't see differences. It's very enlightened of you. Very woke. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, uh, we played a little something from uh, KJP a few minutes ago where she's stumbling around, flipping through her help book. She's good. Oh, tremendous. And then uh, Peter Ducey had a question for her, too. Oh, good. On that regard. Uh, thanks, Corrine. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting record after record the stock after market. record on my watch. How about now? Meaning the stock market. All the gains from President Biden's mm-hmm. time in office have been wiped out. Right. <laughs> so, huh. as you know, we're watching. We're watching closely. We're watching closely. Uh, we know families closely. are concerned about inflation in the stock yeah. market. Uh, <laughs> that is something that the president is is really aware of. And, and so, knows. look, He's we aware. face global challenges. We've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, this is. Unreal. We're not the only country dealing uh, with what we're seeing at yeah, the moment as question. it relates to inflation. You know, Putin. Putin's uh-huh. price hikes, no. inflation uh, coming go. coming uh, out of a once in a generation uh. Uh, global pandemic. All mm. all of those things play a factor. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and, mm. but the thing, the way that we what? see this is but that the, the American people doing are well positioned uh, to face these challenges because of the economic historic huh. uh, gains that we have made uh, oh, under this president, gains. under this president in the last sixteen months. You know yeah, that. you know what? We're almost too wealthy as a people now. Mm-hmm. There's some currency returns uh, versus the U.S. dollar over the last year. Everybody's down. Oh, except for what's at the bottom except there? Except the Russian ruble, which is I'll up twenty three percent. Twenty three trading at more than a thousand percent higher than it was uh, before we started imposing the sanctions. Even the Chinese yuan is down five percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so did you hear that? We're watching very closely the stock market. I did hear that. Okay, what about three weeks ago? What was your take on the stock market then, Corrine? The Fed chair, you know, the Federal Reserve is independent. We leave them to make their own policy decisions. We do not get involved in that. And nothing has changed on how we see the stock market. Uh, we do not. That's not something that we mm. keep an eye on every day. Uh, wait, uh, so I don't, I'm not going to comment she about that. It, she just said they watch it closely, didn't she? Wait, so that's different than it was on May 18th. Yeah. Three weeks ago. Hmm. We're not. We don't watch it every day. Oh no, we watch it very closely. Very closely. So yeah, play that again. Where she? Okay, she just said three weeks ago. Yeah, we don't pay attention to that. You don't worry about that. What did she say yesterday? Oh, yesterday. Uh, on that regard. Uh-huh. Thanks, Corrine. President Biden once bragged about the stock market hitting right, record after right. record after record <laughs> on my watch. How about now? How about Even now? The stock market. All the gains Flip from the President S, Biden's S. Oh, time passed in office have been wiped out. Tease. Okay, there so, as you know, we're watching. We're watching closely. Uh, they're watching uh, closely. Okay, well, that's the part I wanted. Uh, they're watching closely, except yeah. they don't watch it closely. Well, we don't watch it every day. <laughs> you can watch it closely and not every day. Yeah, you can. She sucks. Oh my god! So many, many, many ways. Uh. Then we got this montage. I, I love this uh, <laughs> about the Biden presidency from uh, Donald Trump. Well, prediction time. Yeah, watch this. 
Before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making mm -hmm. some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. Okay. Mm -hmm. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns. They're coming for your jobs. Yep. And they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Mm -hmm. uh, that He's if, going to. If I became president, mm -hmm. Biden's elected. He will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction. <laughs> That is my favorite one, I must add. Okay. Is that if I got elected, gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. <laughs> flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs, and crime mm -hmm. while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. Yep. They try to take <laughs> away your gun, Second <laughs> Amendment. They want to take it away. Well, they enjoy private security that's mm. fully armed. Mm -hmm. I never understood that one. They spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, <laughs> and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, mm. here's where we stand. Do you want to use the word recession or depression? <laughs> Think of the single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's sad. Think so if your primary concern right now is inflation. We could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took office. <laughs> he finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. Because he can't <laughs> take any questions now from the press. Look at that. I was so well done. Yeah. Devastating. Oh. That's where we're at. Everything is uh, accurate uh -huh. there. All the predictions have come true, sadly. Watch for that montage on CNN later this morning. Uh, I'm sure they're going to jump all over that. Because mm. it is so appropriate. Now, yesterday, Joe was being his, his awesome self again. He is terrific. Uh, he was trying to say somebody's name. I, Karen Narasaki. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Karen Narasaki. And uh, he tries to get through that. Okay. And all of it's an embodiment of so many of you here today. Mm -hmm. Leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki and, uh, <laughs> and Karen uh, She is where, the person where are, where are the that we yeah. nuked in World War II. One of the, one of the people. We, we nuked uh, somebody named Hiroshima, and then, uh, and then Karen Nagasaki was, yeah. was nuked. That's Dang it. not it's good, bro. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Karen Nagasaki. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get it wrong. Chocolate, chocolate chip. Yeah. Oh, oh, he knew that. He knew that. So there you go. Hmm. You'll be happy to know that we, the taxpayers, are also uh, footing the bill for a terrorist's sex change. Sure. Transgender inmate who goes by the name Christina Iglesias has not spent a day outside of federal prison as an adult. Mm. Iglesias was locked up in 1994 for sending death threats to federal judges and then pleaded guilty in 2005 to mailing fake anthrax to U.S. allies in the earliest days of the war on terror. Now, thanks to a judge's ruling, Iglesias is set to become the first transgender inmate to undergo sex reassignment surgery on the taxpayer's dime. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, in 2020, Iglesias became the poster child of the ACLU's quest to ensure even the most hardened criminals enjoy transgender rights. Of course. And the civil rights group that once focused its energies on free speech sued the government 
arguing that denying the costly surgery is a violation of Inglesias' constitutional rights. Yeah, and, and, and never mind the fact <clears throat> that denying the surgery is cruel and unusual. Am I right? You're right. What kind of right uh, to transgender surgery is in the Constitution? I've, I haven't read that clause. Good and plenty. It's in plenty. the good and plenty clause? Yeah, there's so much in there, man. Wow, there is. It's, like, it's not even like a clause. It's like 10 pages at this point. It's like a Constitution unto itself. Yes, yes. U.S. District Judge Nancy J. Uh, Rosenstenkel agreed, writing in an opinion issued last month that Iglesias suffers daily and is at risk of self-mutilation and suicide. Wait, hold on. Mary J. Rosenstengel? Yeah, Rosenstengel. Stengel. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to just see. Who do you think appointed her? Nancy the J. Rosenstengel? Judge, right? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say uh, Barack Obama. Okay, I'm going to let you know here in just a second here. Uh... Uh, yes, you win! Thank you. Rosen Stangle is an Obama appointee who's saying that a terrorist, mm-hmm. you get to pay for the sex change surgery. And this 47-year-old terrorist is set for release on Christmas Day, but wants the surgery, of course, before that time. <laughs> of course! And Rosen Stangle is ordering the Bureau of Prisons to find a surgeon to carry out the sex change. <laughs> I can't, man. Help. Cost estimates for the surgery itself vary widely. Some hospital estimate estimates uh, reach six figures, while the Philadelphia Center for Transgender Surgery pegs the figure at about $25,000. Pricey quality of life care is required for years after the surgery. Oh, so we don't, it's not a one and done that we pay for. No, no. <laughs> and that, that runs about forty grand a year. Okay, so the initial surgery could be from $25,000 to $100,000. Then forty thousand a year for who knows how long. Who knows? There are single moms out there listening, thinking, "I just want to be able to put food on the table tonight." I have no idea what my family's going to have for supper. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm going to paying for this. Yeah, but but this single mom's going to a job to pay taxes, going to pay for a terrorist sex change surgery. Makes total sense. Yep, America makes total sense. New Biden administration policy requires prison officials to use a transgender's. A transgender inmate's preferred name and pronouns and consider housing gender transgender inmates in prisons matching their lived gender, not their actual gender, <laughs> but what they identify as, obviously. Federal policy doesn't require surgery in every case, but left-wing groups like the ACLU are now using cases like Inglesius's to make sure it's widely available for inmates. There's about 1,300 transgender inmates in federal prisons mm. do so we get if, to pay for their surgery on all of them i'm gonna say do the math on that somebody I hope so i hope we get to by the way i've had this note <clears> here and i keep forgetting to to get to this uh, from a pat head uh who says that um their daughter swims for indiana university and at nationals this year just after uh-huh. the ncaa finals uh, she was talking with some of the competitors about <clears throat> leah thomas right the swimmer <clears throat> from mm-hmm. penn state uh, they told her it's it, Penn U. Uh, oh, man, from Penn. University of thank Penn. you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her teammates, Leah's teammates, told her uh, it was the most uncomfortable situation as Leah would walk around the women's locker room butt naked, junk hanging out all the time, not a worry in the world, and expecting everyone to act normal. My gosh. 
Those are from Leah Thomas's teammates on the Penn swim team. <sighs> yeah, but, they had more yeah. to say, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the teammates who obviously didn't want to be identified, mm-hmm. but one of Leah's inmates said, you can tell he is mentally ill. I saw the video of him on Good Morning America and was so disgusted. Uh, When asked to clarify, she explained how Leah Thomas was not grounded in reality and was instead so consumed with his own life that he failed to acknowledge any damage he inflicted on the real female teammates. She also mentioned the damage Thomas caused to female sports and the opportunities he took away from real female swimmers both on UPenn's team and the NCAA. Uh, This teammate said, Leah identified as a woman, but she is not female. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. It doesn't matter how you feel. The swimmer found fault with Thomas's glib attitude about his happiness, which took precedence over the happiness of many of the real women on the team. His lack of empathy and concern for the females who were forced to sacrifice their rights and happiness because of Leah was at the root of the UPenn swimmer's disdain. Women were forced to give up roster spots, be uncomfortable in locker rooms, Mm -hmm. as you would be if you're a woman and you got a guy with his wiener hanging out, walking around your dressing room. That is despicable. But their discomfort didn't matter. Did not matter at all. When asked about the question of fairness, Leah said, well, I'm happy. Leah completely ignored the question, dodged the question. If you want to talk about happiness, what about everybody else's? What about mine? What about my teammates? Man, they they are not happy about this. What about the swimmers who Leah bumped out of the medals at the NCAA championships? What about the girl who finished ninth in the finals? The girl that finished 17th. The girl who finished second to Leah. What about their happiness? What about all their hard work? And to say, oh, well, I'm happy. It's just so narcissistic. And to not even acknowledge how other girls might feel. It's selfish and disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they're, you know, that they're sharing this stuff. Because, you, you know, they've been so conditioned not to and to be inclusive. Right. And accepting of all of this stuff. Right. But... It's really affecting their lives. Trans women are not a threat to women's sports. Ugh. You're gross. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's good for them for being... For speaking I- out. Ivy, right? Pins, mm-hmm. Ivy yes, League it is. School. And uh, mm-hmm. they're not completely brainwashed. So that's good to see. And that's just it. You know, we have common sense. The mm-hmm. people that you work with, for the most part, I have common sense. Your neighbors, people in the grocery store, the cashiers, you know, making small talk with Pat... They have common sense, but the people that are in power, the pe- the politicians, the people that run universities, the people that make these decisions for media companies, these people are enabling this mental illness, and it's out of control on every level in every corner of our society, right down to the fact you know your kids are in school, learning God knows what from groomers. And as the teammate pointed out. It is affecting their lives Absolutely. really negatively. Sure. And it's not fair. Yeah. It's not right, and it's not fair. And I thought the left was all about fairness. Mm-hmm. No, nah, not so much. Not really. Mm-mm. All right, let me tell you about Birch Gold. Uh, our current out-of-control inf- out inflation is really hard to deal with. We're paying 
More than 47 percent. I think it's over 50 percent more for fuel now than a year ago. Mm-hmm. Looks like paying 41 percent uh, for the same used vehicle if you buy it now instead of last year. If you can even find it, that's another problem. We're paying almost 10% more to feed our families. It's bad. But you can hedge against the U.S. dollar by investing in something with real value. Gold and silver from Birch Gold. Precious metals have historically been a safe haven haven in times of inflation. And Birch Gold is the leader in converting IRAs and 401ks into a tax-sheltered IRA backed by gold and silver. They've got thousands of satisfied customers. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They can help protect your savings. So text PAT to 989-898. Get a free info kit that's going to give you all the information you need to make a, an informed decision. 989-898. Text PAT to 989-898. Get your free info kit now. <laughs> Gray is unleashed. <laughs> Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. That's a grand entrance there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing better than that Godzilla sound. I love it. <laughs> you remember we've talked about uh I don't know if it was an overtime or what. We talked about um, how they made that sound for the movie. Yeah. I don't remember how they did, but they, I remember talking so about they it. they take a leather glove or something and drag mm. it across, a, I think it was a stand-up bass or something like that, right? And then played it in really slow motion. Or oh, really? Sl- really, you know, slowed it down. Yeah. So, huh. I, I, yeah. It's cool. A, cool. Yeah, I love that stuff. That's cool. Uh, 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Over $200,000. This is great. You're going to love this. Uh, $200,000 being spent on drag queen shows at New York City schools. Okay. That's good. They're showering taxpayer funds on a group that sends drag queens into city schools, often without parental knowledge or consent. Even as parents in other states protest increasingly aggressive efforts to expose kids to gender bending performers. I, why? Why is this happening? Last month alone, Drag Drag Story Hour in New York City, a nonprofit whose outrageously cross-dressed performers interact with kids as young as three, Gross. earned $46,000 last month alone from city contracts for appearances at public schools, street festivals, and libraries. <laughs> Since January, the group has organized 49 drag programs in 34 public elementary, middle, and high schools. Why in the world? How does that help? What are, what are you teaching the kids on this? What are you teaching them? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This is groomers, man. Groomers. Absolutely. That's that's what this is. You know, I got to figure out what the capacity in our Why? federal and state prisons are. <clears throat> because let's just take New York, for example. Let's say you realize this is going on and you don't want your tax dollars funding this, and so you're going to refuse to pay your taxes as long as this is on the budget every year. Mm-hmm. How quickly would the prisons uh, in New York fill up? Mm, pretty quickly. If people, if people uh, yeah. Okay, well, do they have room for everybody? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, this is insanity. It is. 
Yes, it is. Society can't last. It just it's impossible. Also, the head of Drag Queen Story Hour dot org okay. was arrested for child porn. Huh. <laughs> Wait, I I thought this wasn't sexual at all. Hmm. Yeah, Brett Blom, former head of the Cream City LGBTQ Plus Foundation, okay. uh, was arrested on charges of possession of child pornography following an investigation into multiple uploads of child pornography through a kick messaging application. Mm. 44-page search warrant uh, was filed on Friday. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Who could have seen this coming, though? Uploaded 27 videos. Nobody. Right. 27 videos and images containing child porn. Uh, two of the files were uploaded at a Milwaukee County government building. Oh, good. You had a... So uh, they're doing it at work, too. That's, yeah. That's great. There was a dad that recently showed up huh. to a Houston school board meeting and told a story about a teacher taking his young son to a um, a drag show and had the kid sitting next to a convicted pedophile. I mean, it's just, Oh, man. It's... Oof. This society, man. Talk about room in the prisons. I would be arrested if something like like that happened to my kids. Fortunately, they're not school age anymore, so Mm -hmm. it's not going to. I cannot imagine. I can't imagine trying to raise a kid in this world right now. No, I can't either. I mean, there are so many angles. Yeah, we talked to Kirk Cameron about homeschooling yesterday. Uh, Wow. Has it ever been clearer that there's a need to do that, to homeschool, if you can possibly swing it, to get your kids out of this quagmire of filth in the public schools you really got to look at it and as we talked about yesterday the hardest part of homeschooling is just making that initial decision that you're going to jump in because once you do you find lots of resources and help so you might want to look into it and every path is different Mm -hmm. but in the end (laughs) you are going to ensure that your kid has a much better education they're going to get in a public school yeah and hopefully keep them out of the quagmire. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. That will enhance our underlying effort mm-hmm. to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their, their, take their, their really, ill-begotten gains. Ill-begotten <laughs> We're going to accommodate them. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. 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 What? I'm sorry. Kleptocracy. Oh. Klep- the klep- guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> <laughs> but these are bad guys. Oh, jeez. I mean, you could, you can't make this stuff up. No. Nobody would believe this. If you made a movie about a president who is this far gone, <laughs> no right. one would believe it. Nope. And then he thinks he's the best and brightest Who's ever held the office? That's just one of the many reasons I dislike this guy with all the intensity of a trillion white hot burning suns. Maybe it's man, it's really more than that. It's mm. probably about five to ten trillion. Wow. White hot burning suns. But just dislike. Right. No hate. Mm-mm. There's no room for hate in my heart. <laughs> I can fit the dislike of, you know, a 10, 15, 20 trillion white-hot burning suns. So you've got room for 20 trillion <laughs> white-hot burning suns, and you're only yeah. using 5 to 10 from yeah. Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, I mean, wow. there's Nancy Pelosi. There's oh, other people I see. Okay, I see. to dislike here. I see. <clears throat> so, 
you got to save some room for them. Nancy Pelosi. You know? She's good. <laughs> she is. She's great. I know a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to Corey in Minnesota. Hey, Corey, you're on the blaze. Uh, morning, guys. Morning. Um, first, I want to start off. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the gift certificate for uh, shopblaze.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, from from uh, winning uh, bingo a couple weeks ago. So I appreciate that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I know I wasn't exactly energetic that day, so I apologize for that. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, well, at least you're making up for today. I mean, listen I'm, to you. I'm you're trying, you're on fire. I'm trying to on make fire. up for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. So I, I, after hearing that um, that drop you had at the end of last hour about uh, Pelosi with the uh, drag queens, that that the vote is so important. I don't know why this clicked with me, but mm. they the the socialists sure don't seem really. It might show in the in this polling that the Republicans are going to sweep in mm-hmm. November, mm-hmm. but considering how with with the the events that were uncovered by two thousand mules, the revelation recently of Pennsylvania now allowing the Unmarked or, or un uh, unpo the the no postmark the no postmark thank you right yeah. uh, sort of the votes and none of the states are dealing with anything about voter ID no one's waking up right that that is in power so I, I I'm concerned because yeah we I feel like I got to take the under on that, that yeah yeah it, <laughs> it it's just not happening. I, you know, appreciate it. Thanks, Corey. I, it would lead to total despair on my part if I believed that there was no chance to win the election because of fraud. So I just, I can't be in that mindset because it's just, I, I, it's too dark a space to live in. So I'm just really hopeful that we'll be aware enough that people have talked about it enough that we'll be able to avoid the kind of mass fraud that we had in the last election but i don't know who knows can they do it again we do have what uh we do have the words of joe biden we have put together Mm -hmm. i think the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of american politics yeah you wouldn't expect him to admit that but he did (laughs) And they used it to full advantage last time. So I don't know. How do you stop that? Georgia took some from uh, took some steps to avoid that happening again. Texas has taken some steps to avoid that happening again. But both states got bludgeoned for it. The Democrats just lie about the steps that have been taken to protect the election's integrity. Uh, they just continue to lie, and and they know that. That as long as they have that with the media's help, you know they're gonna they're gonna be able to hang on to some of it. It's just that will Republicans uh, win in a large enough way that they can overcome the fraud? I hope so. I really do hope so. But listen to us, though. I know we we are saying I that. Know. Republicans mm. are going to have to win by a big enough... Mo- in other words, mm-hmm. it's not enough to just win if you're a Republican yeah. in 2022 America. 
Mm -hmm. You've got to win by a healthy enough margin so that uh, any kind of fraud is, uh, that's not good enough for me. Yeah, no, I know. I know. It's the third worldification of the United States of America. Do you remember when Jimmy Carter used to go and oversee people's elections? Yeah. And then some years after that, the UN was talking about coming here and overseeing ours, and I, I was all indignant about that. <laughs> what do you mean? Come on now. Get out of here. No, no. We watch other people's elections. Well, yeah. look where we are now. Sure. Send the United Nations yeah. to these uh, polling places. I don't want the UN there, but... Send somebody. Yeah, I mean, because the UN's of the same mindset as right. the typical liberal Democrat in this country. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, Jimmy <clears throat> Carter is doing fine. His health is fine. He's spry. Let him personally go to these uh, locations <laughs> where we had Great. issues in 2020. Jimmy Carter at 98, 99. How you know you would guy? take Jimmy Carter today. Oh, yeah, I would. Over Joe Biden any day. Yes, I would. <laughs> Despite <laughs> the fact that uh, leading up to Biden, he was right. probably the worst president of all time. Well, uh, leading up to Obama. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, think about that. We would take the Jimmy Carter era of the late 70s oh. over today's America situation. Mm-hmm. The late 70s seemed like Mayberry RFD compared to what's going on today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can't even whistle it anymore because it's just so inappropriate. Hi, now. Paul. <laughs> what, pa. what you doing, Opie? Fishing. Might I join you? Oh, man. Oh, I hated every uh, uh, episode where he would play the guitar, where Andy would get out his guitar. Ding, 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 ding. And then they would waste like, you know, five, eight minutes of the show mm-hmm. of him just singing, strumming on the patio. Yeah. It's like, let's get to the storyline already. Usually he did it for his girlfriend, didn't he? What was his girlfriend's name? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, She's still, I was looking her up. She's still around, actually. Really? Um, yeah, I think I hmm. think I think when Aunt May died or uh, Aunt B Aunt B died, uh, I was like, "Hey, how's everybody doing there?" And I think she was the only <laughs> one I could find that was still hmm. still alive and kicking. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so uh, I have no faith in our election system whatsoever. For what I mean, I worth. did until we saw two thousand mules, and then I mean that's such a compelling case that that Dinesh makes in that movie. The writing was on the walls. Uh, summer of twenty twenty. Um, it played out perfectly for them. And, um, you know, unless you're in a place like a Georgia or a Texas or, mm-hmm. or some state that actually has it on lockdown, I mean, maybe you can save your local elections or your state elections. But uh, as far as the Electoral College, pfft, okay. And they're trying to get rid of the Electoral College. Well, not na- not as much now that they played That's, in their favor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Preborn. Um, preborn has partnered with Blaze Media to help rescue 50,000 babies from from abortion this year. Preborn's the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. They're the largest provider of free ultrasounds in the U.S. Now, why is an ultrasound so important? As we've told you many times, uh, when a woman sees the ultrasound, hears the heartbeat, they're 80% more likely to choose life. It just brings it all home to them. They understand, you know, that's not a clump of tissue growing inside of them it's a human baby and then when the woman does choose uh life then they provide maternity and baby clothes diapers and car seats and all kinds of things the mother's going to need and they provide that free of charge so your donation is critical 28 dollars buys one ultrasound but whatever you can afford maybe it's a dollar whatever you can afford please 
help us save and rescue these babies this year. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or preborn.com slash pat. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. This is uh, an amazing report. The number of young people. uh, We've talked about the small number of transgender people in the United States. It's about half a percent overall. Point, it's 0.5%. One half of 1%. Well, the number now of young people who identify as transgender has nearly doubled in recent years. How'd that happen? It's nature, man. What do right. you mean? Right, it's nature. Nature it's just, nature. just doubled the number of people yeah. that are in that situation. It feels like you're trying to lead us into huh. some other conclusion, Pat, and I don't appreciate that. Uh, I apologize, okay. but it's just kind of confusing to me, Keith. Um, <laughs> seems to be a stark generational shift and uh, an emerging societal embrace of a diversity of gender identities. Yay! The analysis relying on government health surveys conducted from 2017 to 2020 estimated 1.4% of the 13- to 17-year-olds and 1.3% of 18- to 24-year-olds were transgender, compared with about, as I mentioned, 0.5% of all adults. (laughs) Now, how did that number increase exponentially just in the last few years huh huh what happened in nature is that climate change too climate change is making us transgender i wouldn't be surprised to see him try to make that point although they want everything to be a everything associated with climate change is bad so they can't lump that in because transgenderism is great yeah, right there yeah, you go that's great you got to think this through we should all be transgender right either transgender or gay uh and when we all are it'll be so much better a world what was the was it newsweek magazine that said we're all socialists now when is the uh yeah we're all gay now yeah we're all transgender now (laughs) yeah we're gonna skip by gay don't 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 stop there gotta keep going (sighs) we're all transgender now yep Yep, and I mean, that's what happens when you turn your kids over for eight hours a day to uh, a society full of groomers Mm -hmm. uh, who then has a Mm -hmm. captive audience to groom uh, in their classrooms uh, all day long. And And I I, I think there's an element of of just hipness and coolness, and you get a lot of attention, Uh and kids crave that. And so you can't tell me that they're not affected by this yeah don't forget critical race theory broke down the kids uh-huh. made them feel worthless little white kids right and hey you want to you want to be able to be identify special as something yeah right you want to be special mm-hmm. so how about transgenderism mm-hmm. hmm. yeah okay that's a good idea or maybe you know you feel like you might be attracted to somebody of the same sex so or maybe you're transgender and you're attracted to same sex. So, but if you make that transition, then are you heterosexual? I don't know. Well, it depends on what time of the day. Uh, like in first period, you can be homosexual. Second period, okay. heterosexual. Third period, you're going to be two spirit. Fourth, we're going to go just do transgender stuff. Mm-hmm. Fifth, gender fluid. By the time when are you yeah. queer though? Uh, do you have time for that? You that got was, time uh, I think in that was the second school day period. Oh, right? Okay, all Did right. I miss that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. 
But I will say, in a new poem, a gender-bending minister for the nation's third largest denomination says queerness is divine. Mm. Yikes. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Last year, the United Methodist Church accepted Isaac Simmons, who regularly preaches dressed uh, as a drag queen under the name Ms. Pentecost. Boy, you're a freak. Like that's like so. That's a play on Pentecostal. Oh yeah, yeah there it is. Pentecost. That's real clever. That's really clever. <laughs> Look, you know what? He looks like he's auditioning for maybe mm. like a hipper, more modern version of Wendy's. Yeah, like there's Wendy mm-hmm. uh, with the French or, fries and stuff. Or the carrot top dialed down the middle person. <laughs> maybe that's what he's going for. Dial I don't know. Down the middle. Uh huh. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I love old commercials. I mean, especially, there's not even, we don't even have pay phones anymore. <laughs> That's how quickly that changed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, since that time, Simmons, who serves as an associate pastor at Hope United Methodist Church in Bloomington, Illinois, has challenged basic theological concepts, projecting a worldview where divinity rests not in God, but in queerness. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. That's another way to go, I guess. And he's got a poem, you know, that uh, was just too blasphemous for us to pull. Yeah, yeah but, we can't. Uh, he is. He's a, he's a handful. Interesting cat. There. Yeah. In church, preparing to split over LGBTQ issues, the drag queen pastor who embraces queer theology while barely attempting to plaster on the basic tenets of Christian theology has become a lightning rod. Conservatives argue that Simmons' role as a celebrated figure among progressive Methodists proves the church has become so radically liberal as to forswear Christ. Sure sounds like it, right? If he's saying that queerness is divinity, uh, then I, I think you cross the line there of Christianity, and you're not a Christian anymore. It would seem to me. I mean, who am I? Uh, the United Methodist Church was ready to split in 2020, but that's been postponed till 2024. Oh, no. Because its quadrennial general conference was canceled due to COVID. Oh, that's too bad for them. Yeah, isn't it? The liberal wing will retain the denomination's name and permit same-sex marriage, while the conservatives will join a new denomination where same-sex marriage is forbidden. Simmons has published a new video of himself performing slam poetry. Mm-hmm in what may be his most provocative repudiation of traditional Christianity and embrace of queer spirituality yet. Pentecost. Stupid. Pentecost. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as we said, the poem is just horrific. It's blasphemy. And uh, I, you talk about the perversion of Every traditional thing. Everything. And it brings this to mind. And Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our oh, history. Okay. We're going to yeah. have to move, move into a different place. Into a different place. <laughs> okay. Have we not done all that? Mm-hmm. Sure seems like it. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. Uh, 888-900-3393. In Canada, our friend Justin Turdeau... Oh has contracted COVID-19. Oh, that stinks. Again. How'd that happen? I don't know. He got in contact with, uh, I don't know, 
uh, a dog, a dog. Uh, who had COVID. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you know, he uh, tested positive uh, for COVID three days after meeting with Joe Biden. Just want to point that out. Hmm. Really? Yep. So second time in six months that Trudeau has gotten it. Yeah. And he's, uh, what is Thank he? Thank goodness he was vaccinated. Yeah, he tweeted out about this. I mean, he wants to encourage everyone to get vaccinated. He said, I've tested positive for COVID-19. I'll be following public health guidelines mm-hmm. and isolating. I feel okay, but that's because I got my shots. Is it? Is it? Now, you got it for the second time. It was supposed to prevent it. But now he, you've gotten it twice. But he feels okay because he got his shots. <laughs> Where's the misinformation label? There's no scientific basis in that statement. So if you haven't get vaccinated and if you can get boosted, let's protect our healthcare system, each other, and ourselves. Yeah, you're doing such a good job of protecting yourself. Well, you've only gotten it twice. You didn't get it 200 times, right? Fair. Let's look at the bright side See, here. Look at that. Look at you, man. Right? <laughs> Anyway, here's what he had to say about um, they're undertaking a massive change in their gun laws sure are. in Canada. And uh, here's what he had to yeah, say about comparing that. A, a culture where the difference is guns can be used for hunting or for sport shooting in Canada. Okay. And oh, lots of gun owners. Thank and you. Mostly laws respecting and, and, and law abiding. But you can't use a gun for self-protection in Why Canada. Not? That's not a right that you have in the Constitution oh. or anywhere else. If you try and buy a gun and say it's for self-protection, no, you don't get that. You get it for hunting. You can get it for sports huh. shooting. You take it to the range. Uh, no problem, as long as you go through our rigorous background checks. But there's a difference around the culture. And one wow. of the things that we're yeah. seeing with the debate in the States is you get uh-huh. more and more of the American-style you know, right-to-carry, self-defense arguments yeah. filtering that's, up that's terrible, through, isn't it? through the... Uh, you know, the, the usual the, the, more right-wing yeah. communications channels. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, don't be getting the communications channels from right-wingers up here in Canada because they may start thinking they can protect themselves. My gosh. Uh, this guy, this little dictator mm-hmm. with the um, Fidel Castro eyes, you know, the guy forces, he compels Canadians to get the shot, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Uh, he goes after truckers. He, he, he shuts down businesses and... If at any point you think you're going to uh, stand up to this government, mm-hmm. oh, you got another thing coming to you. And we're going to make sure we now take your guns away from you, too. You ain't no right to self-defense in this country. This guy sucks. Oh, oh he's, he's terrible. Meanwhile, the Toronto Star newspaper just published uh, this wonderful art- article. Is a mask still worth it if you're the only person wearing one? <laughs> no. And it wasn't worth it before. As a matter of fact, the copy is for your personal non-commercial use only. Okay? So don't use this uh, to make any money, uh, what we're about to tell you here. It's It's going to look even more like 2019 this weekend with the end of almost all of the last provincial... uh, COVID-19 mask rules. Oh, welcome to 2019, yeah. Including those for public transit. As masks haven't been mandatory in indoor venues like movie theaters, retail stores, and even concert and sport venues since March, lots of people are casting them aside, and now they can do it pretty much everywhere in okay. Canada. Good. We already had this happen here, but Canada lagging behind uh, and wanting to be as oppressive as they possibly can be, mm-hmm. they still had a lot of their a lot of their restrictions. Yeah. Many hospitals. Uh, hospitals and doctor's offices, I think, are the last remaining vestiges of mandatory masks that we have here. Uh, 
so they're compulsory there too. But with so few spaces mandating now, is there still a point in uh, in putting these on? And of course, the answer is no. And the fact is that they didn't help when you were using them. And we've had study after study now prove that out. In fact, the last study we talked about that they did in uh, in the U.S. was that the masks made COVID worse because it trapped the virus in in the mask, and then you're breathing it in all day long. So you got a more severe case of COVID. I would love to see the cases of COVID in Toronto compared with I would too. North American cities or, or any any city around the world, quite frankly, because Toronto has been, they, they've, you know, carried this out for such a long time. I'd really love to see a chart on that. Someone can tag me at Keith Malinak on Twitter. I'd love to see that if it's out there. But, uh, yeah. But they ask these questions uh, from the Toronto Star. Does a mask help when you're the only one wearing it? Uh, what type of mask is best? Oh, well, Use we a know. Ga- uh, gas mask as much as oh, you really? can. Oh, really? It's not yeah. the ones made on the floor in some third world country? I thought <laughs> those were really all over good. Them. Yeah, yeah not... the ones that smell like feet, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty powerful. Wow, okay. Is there any scientific evidence that masks actually work? Uh No. No, really. They isn't. always find the one expert in the Toronto. Mm-hmm. What was it? We're not allowed to use the words of the Toronto. What was it? The star. Pa- star paper. Mm-hmm. Crap. So uh, don't quote the doctor they found. <laughs> right. They'll charge you for it. <laughs> Why should I bother with a mask if I'm fully vaccinated? Another good question. Oh. And what else should I take into consideration? I don't know. The fact that you're Canadian and it's a... Uh, It's a country that's headed by Justin Trudeau. You might consider that and move. (laughs) Be prudent at this point. All right, we got overtime uh, coming up post 11.